now it is one of my favourite times of the week because it is Wednesday afternoon, which means that the fantastic, the fabulous and the wonderful Gary O'Hanlon has just walked in and sat down beside me and he's going to answer all your food queries, 53106. Hi, Gary. Hi, Kira. What's the crack? It's all, it's all good now you're here, you see. My load is lighter than it was. Um, questions are already coming in from you and I love this one. It says, Hi, Gary. What is the most impressive but foolproof dessert I can make? I'm a totally desperate cook, but I want to cook and impress my girlfriend. Help a brother out. He, he, yeah. he this this could be the difference between a successful evening and an unsuccessful yeah. evening for this bloke. Well, he's met his brother here because I'm absolutely useless. <laughs> I'm useless at desserts as well. But I've a, I, I got to say, eating mess is probably the simplest thing that anybody could ever make. Like blackberries are quite good right now. You could use blackberries, a little bit of banana. Um, even to the point of if you wanted to just buy meringue nests. Like the one thing I will say about meringues or eating mess if it's going in there, you don't really need like the best meringue out there. You don't need to go down the old Lange route and make a crack in meringue nest. Buy them, whip up some um, double cream with a little bit of vanilla, like maybe like say a decent pinch of um, ice and sugar and some vanilla essence or fresh vanilla bean whip that up quite stiff and then break in the meringue and what i would say is actually just make it as it's going out and maybe even take like a big slice of vianetta as i always say like outside of a maserati engine the nicest sound is a spoon going through vianetta jesus it's gorgeous and layer no like, one who knows you can believe you're saying buy a vianetta uh, well, he's never going to get laid that way uh, no he will i am telling you now like i often got laid after eating vianetta <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I make make, make eating mess make eating mess with with like some blackberries and uh, a little bit of banana or what have you, and then some and whip it up with some. Uh, cream and it's simple and in the summertime you know you go down the trifle route do whatever but do something that's really quick don't be standing around a kitchen like mucking around my experience of making things like like eating messes you need to make them as quick though before you eat them as possible because they turn to absolute pukey mush otherwise yeah and you can have the cream whipped sitting in there you give it the berries sitting sort of trimmed cleaned whatever sitting in a wee bowl at room temperature and uh, the meringues have them sort of crushed but sitting dry not touching any cream or anything and then literally like 20 30 seconds make a mess it literally couldn't be easier like to make an eating mess you know even for I, somebody I that hope can do that nothing. has helped you uh, listener uh, uh, good luck this evening um, someone says Gary what do you think of the planned foie gras ban are they banning foie gras yeah in New York apparently yeah it's uh, about to come in brilliant I gotta say I would say I've never served it but I did use it for one week in Viewmount back in the day. I had a quail dish that I would have it would have been a dish that I would have done maybe in the old post back in the day with a bacon cabbage and we stuffed it with a little bit of foie gras as well. Put it on for one week and I went, No, I'm in control of the menu here now and I absolutely despise foie Is gras. Is that because of the treatment of the geese? Oh yeah, it's 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 how it's force fed. I've just you know, not to sound like I'm some sort of hero uh, oh, and I do whatever you but are. but I, I have to say like Lobsters, cooking lobsters as well. I was just chatting to one of the researchers coming in. Like I was like, going, geez, like I, I, I don't like making them either or cooking them for the, just the way that they die, I suppose, in the water. And uh, but foie gras, a, I don't like it anyway, so it's easy for me not to have it on my menus. I've never been a fan. I think it's, it's up there with one of the an, an ingredient that I just don't get. I think it's pointless, like tasteless the nonsense. Texture. I, I, I like pâtés. I do like a pâté. I, lo- I love pâté myself. But yeah. The, the slightly squishy squishier um well it's very butter like texture yeah and i don't like gra- it it's, it's too melty but that that is where the uh 
you know where the love of it comes from you know is that texture that softness that like getting a really good sear on it and then but no i'm not i'm not a fan of it at all but jesus if you saw how it was actually produced i mean like the 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 geese or the duck are force fed to the livers what 10 times their size um and anybody that would tell you that oh look it's a natural way like that they're force fed this this corn mash it's not natural i mean their esophagus gets torn and that's how they eventually die i do hate geese i hate the look of them and everything and the big they've got teeth (laughs) on their tongues what's yeah. to like geese are Jeez, evil we, we had geese and, and <laughs> granny and Duncan's house when we were growing up and I remember I used to lose my voice my grandfather Jesus God rest but he used to let it set off after me and I would I would <gasps> scream that much that I would end up having on their tongue Gary oh, I, geese yeah, are they're I, I nearly curse but they're very very bad um, this is a really good one someone says ask Gary's advice I have too many apples I suppose it's that time of the year. Freezers are full. Eaters are yellowing. The cookers are perfect. How do I store them? Should I make apple puree? Yeah. Well, I would do stew them down, but don't stew them down into so much as that they're um, they're um, like a puree. Do you know what I mean? Because it's very hard to backpack or bag them at that point. Um, just stew them down into a wee bit of a, a compote. Um, some you can stew a decent bit and use it almost as a binder or a folder. And then, and is how stew is that to do with more or less water? Is that yeah, it's just about? like the water. So con- less water. But the other thing is, I would always say, like, if if you can backpack, look, not every house is a backpacker, but even if you're using, um, then we freezer bags. If it's not overly wet or stewed down too much, um, you'll be able to just spoon them into those bags, let them settle till they're till they're cool at room temperature, and then freeze them. And then also, if they're not overly pureed, it gives you a few different options. Then use them in a pie, use them as a compote with say like a pork dish or or what have you or or a strudel and uh just gives you a few more options but they definitely cook them cook them and then um you can store them and you can rock and roll from there someone says uh please ask gary for a few healthy meal ideas for a two-year-old please you you've got smallies Uh, a two-year-old they're always a challenge well what i would say is anything anything that you're making for yourself i'm trying to think now like just we're supposed to you're starting to eat a wee bit but still quite small so you're pureeing food, but you're more pulsing it. Like you still want to have it. There's a wee tiny of, yeah. bite at, at around two. Um, and basically what Nettie and myself did is uh, we, we bought these ice cube type tray things and we just made a few dinners like unseasoned. So obviously I'd be seasoning food all the time, but I would do maybe one batch or Annette would have done a batch so every, every two weeks. you do a bag or you do a shepherd's pie or whatever, but not yeah. too much salt or what Yeah, have you. and this would do, like I might have a, a pot on where I might roast some carrots and parsnips and then I might have a pot of cauliflower, a pot of broccoli, a pot of turnips, carrots, four of them on and potatoes. And then we might cook, like poach some chicken breast fry some pork i used to do that and then i chopped the the chicken and the pork up um with a knife into sort of small shredded bits and then pulse down the veg once it was kind of cool and then some of them i'd mix with like a sauce and then we'd fill the ice cubes which was a, which was a dinner portion so it was an ice cube tray it looked like an ice cube tray but it was an actual they were bigger ice pops they, maybe yeah they were bigger like you know what I mean like I think there were four kids dinners or whatever but that was like we would do that and do that maybe once every two or three weeks and we had all the dinners take it out a few hours before you want it Somebody is criticising it. I don't know if it's my pronunciation or yours. I love the way your wonderful northern chef Gary says oven, but foie gras is pronounced, I don't know how to say, foie Oh, wow. It's spelt some other way. Jeez, you've nothing to be doing with your day. I don't know what that means. I love this too. Someone says, (laughs) tell your man to roll ice cream in crushed cornflakes, deep fry it, cover it in melted chocolate, easy, impressive, 
and gorgeous. Defo get laid. I'll tell you one, you need to get out more and you're not getting laid well if you're cooking that, I can tell you now. Move on. <laughs> Fried cornflakes, ice cream and cornflakes. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> This, no. This is taking a turn. <laughs> I wasn't expecting. No. Um so sorry, Gary says no, that's that's not the that's not the killer blow. Um but no. anyway, but you, you stand over. And don't, and also don't don't make dinner overly nice. That's that's been the You're setting the bar too high that, for yourself. Uh, well, yeah, and then, and then you'll never get loaded again. Somebody eats too much and all you want to do is lie and watch a film, you know? Yeah. Game over. <laughs> all right. On that note, <laughs> The wonderful, the special and, and the chef that gives more than other chefs give, Gary O'Hanlon. I'm afraid we're ahead of time here uh, on Lunchtime Live. Uh, what is it today? It's, I've, is it Wednesday? Yeah. Still send in your unscripted stuff. I thought it was going to be Thursday and it's going to be saying, but send it in anyway. We still have to talk about something on Friday. Uh, but for me, Kira and the team, Michael Quilligan, Claire Darmody, Ross Leahy and Emma Cawley, have a great day. Um, back tomorrow. Thanks for talking. Thanks for listening. 